0: Safety First, Preventing Retained Surgical Items, by Michelle Weston and Colleen Chiodo. An unintentionally retained surgical item, RSI, is a surgical item that is accidentally left inside a patient after an invasive procedure. Despite the availability of adjunct technology, such as radiofrequency identification, To detect and verify the accounting for surgical soft goods, RSI's continue to pose a threat to patients undergoing surgery or other invasive procedures. Retained surgical items are serious preventable errors, that is, never events, that can result in patient harm. In a review of 319 RSI occurrences, sponges were retained in either the abdomen or pelvis in 153, 50.2%, 50.2%, of the 305 reports that identified the specific anatomic location. Of the 315 reports that identified an involved department, 202, 64.1% occurred in the OR, and 103, percent occurred in the labor and delivery unit. As a result of an RSI, patients may experience a variety of negative outcomes— ranging from requiring additional invasive procedures to death. Although there is a paucity of current data, researchers estimated in 2014 that the average cost of a hospital stay for one patient with an RSI was more than $70,000. From 2018 to 2020, the Joint Commission received 728 reports of operative or other invasive procedure adverse events, 362, 49.7%, of which were identified as the unintended retention of a foreign object. Although RSIs comprise the largest percentage of reported sentinel events during the specified timeframe, the Joint Commission recognizes that reported information does not translate to an epidemiologic data set that can be used to draw conclusions regarding the frequency of these events and trends. However, Interdisciplinary perioperative teams should continue to focus on the prevention of RSIs. Causes of RSIs Perioperative personnel may have a positive perception of technological advances for improving patient safety. However, sometimes the answer to a patient safety concern does not lie in a piece of equipment or technology. In a review of inaccurate surgical counts and RSIs, Investigators determined that human behavior can be involved in the root cause of some adverse events. Generally, perioperative personnel complete the surgical count to identify the location of surgical items during specific moments of a procedure, for example, before making or closing the incision. To ensure accuracy, at least two members of the perioperative team, one of whom should be the RN circulator, should focus their attention on the counting process. Perioperative personnel may have competing priorities. For example, time pressures, patient acuity, demands of the surgical field. That can lead to counting errors. Findings of a systematic literature review with meta-analysis showed that a variety of risk factors are associated with RSIs, including an unexpected procedure change, for example, from laparoscopic to open, more than one scrubbed team performing surgery on the patient, the patient undergoing more than one procedure, an emergent procedure in which the patient's condition prevents counting, a lengthy procedure, and the patient's body mass index. In an additional systematic literature review, reviewers identified contributing factors involving personnel— including the lack of adherence to policies, procedures, and safety practices, distractions, multitasking, and time pressures. Strategies to Consider One solution to help reduce counting errors and prevent RSIs is for perioperative staff members and leaders to create a culture of safety. In 2018, Virtua Health a comprehensive multi-site health system in southern New Jersey, enrolled in the New Jersey High Reliability Organization, HRO, Collaborative, which the Health Research and Educational Trust of New Jersey launched in 2017. The goals of the Collaborative include developing HRO best practices and promoting their adoption in healthcare facilities throughout New Jersey. Despite the potential for human error, Personnel who work in HROs prioritize safety and mindfully perform complex, multifaceted tasks for extended periods of time without serious adverse events. Personnel strive to create an environment in which they anticipate and quickly identify safety concerns. They then respond to these concerns before harm can occur or mitigate the concerns with possible escalation to organization leaders. After leaders at the Cleveland Clinic, a multi-facility healthcare system in Ohio, adopted a culture of safety to become an HRO, patients experienced improved outcomes with fewer readmissions, and physicians experienced increased satisfaction with less burnout. When working to become an HRO, organization leaders may spend time promoting patient safety in their facilities. This promotion can involve providing education on the history of HROs for all personnel and adopting HRO principles at their facilities, which includes maintaining the following. 1. Preoccupation with failure and identifying threats to safety. 2. Reluctance to simplify. For example, understanding the reasons why some processes are complex. 3. Sensitivity to operations. For example, maintaining awareness of the entire situation. Four, deference to expertise. And five, commitment to resilience. The New Jersey Hospital Association published a mnemonic device called STRONG. That is, speak up for safety, think critically, reliably communicate, on task, no harm, got your back for personnel to use to promote patient safety. Organization leaders can incorporate HRO principles into the day-to-day workflow through a daily safety huddle, during which leaders from every department review safety events and good catches that occurred throughout the hospital within the previous 24 hours. Leaders also can use STRONG to review HRO principles during daily huddles on each nursing unit with all staff members. The huddle may include the review of a safety story that took place at the facility and a discussion of its relevance to providing safe patient care and achieving or maintaining HRO status. During operative or other invasive procedures, perioperative team members may apply HRO principles by maintaining a questioning attitude, reading back and verifying information that needs clarification, cross-checking each other's work, and remaining on task. That is, taking a one-second pause to stop, think, act, and review, STAR. For example, during a robotic-assisted bowel resection, a surgeon may decide an emergent conversion to an open procedure is required to ensure the best possible outcome. When adding laparotomy sponges to the sterile field, the RN circulator can practice STAR by performing the following actions. 1. Stop or pause for 1-2 to two seconds before transferring the sponges to the sterile field. 2. Think and consider the action of adding a counted item. 3. Act and provide the sponges to the scrub person. And 4. Review and check for the desired results, that is, count the sponges with the scrub person and record the addition according to facility policy. If the RN circulator forgets to record the additional sponges on the count board, the scrub person can cross-check and use got-your-back behavior that involves pointing out the omission to the RN circulator in a professional manner. Speaking up about the discrepancy also should help the RN circulator stay on task. Team members should use coordination, communication, and cooperation skills to maintain a safe environment for their patients while also anticipating any needs that should arise. Any perioperative team member who recognizes an incorrect count should speak up assertively about the concern using an HRO communication tool, such as Stop the Line, a U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs initiative to prevent harm, or ARC, ARCC. Ask a question, make a request, voice a concern, and if all else fails, seek help from the chain of command. Personnel should follow their facility's policy for the incorrect count and escalate the situation if necessary. For example, when performing the final count during an abdominal hysterectomy, the RN circulator notes that a sponge is missing and observes that the surgeon and resident are having a personal conversation while closing the abdomen. She uses ARC to speak up and addresses the issue as follows. 1. Asks a question. How many sponges are on the field? The surgeon and resident reply that they have two sponges. 2. Makes a request. Please show us all sponges on the field. The surgeon holds up one sponge in each hand. 3. Voices a concern, I have a safety concern, we are missing a sponge from the count. The surgeon replies that all sponges have been removed and continues to close the abdomen. And 4. Seeks help from the chain of command. The RN circulator escalates the issue and notifies the charged nurse that there is an incorrect count in her OR and the surgeon is proceeding with incision closure. Another practice that can help reduce the risk of an RSI is use of closed-loop or check-back verbal communication, in which the sender provides a message, the receiver acknowledges and interprets the message, and the sender confirms the receiver's interpretation is correct. This type of communication helps personnel avoid misunderstandings and ensures that the message being conveyed is received as intended. An opportunity to use closed-loop communication occurs when the RN circulator adds a counted item to the sterile field. The scrub person and RN circulator concurrently count the items before the RN circulator documents the number (for example, on the whiteboard) and the scrub person confirms the number. Another situation in which perioperative team members may use closed-loop communication involves intentionally retained sponges. For example, if the scrub person tells the RN circulator that two sponges will remain in the abdomen, the RN circulator should reply, I'm documenting that two sponges will remain in the abdomen. Is this correct? The scrub person then should reply, yes. To reduce mistakes, perioperative personnel should use consistent or standardized processes to perform surgical counts. Routines can decrease the chances of omitting crucial steps that could create an opportunity for an inaccurate count. Additionally, adhering to the steps in a routine, for example, order in which items are counted, documentation processes, can help the RN circulator think critically and prevent RSIs. Takeaways for Perioperative Nurses Patients who undergo operative or other invasive procedures that involve the administration of anesthesia are vulnerable to adverse events and negative outcomes. Perioperative nurses are responsible for serving as the patient's advocate and speaking up to address behaviors that may result in patient harm. All nurses should recognize that their voices are integral to ensuring the safety of their patients, especially when patients cannot advocate for themselves. Perioperative nurses should use clear communication during count reconciliation to prevent RSIs. They also can use communication tools, for example, Strong, Star, Arc, to address safety concerns related to counted items. Perioperative nurses also should strive to reduce barriers to communication during surgical counts, such as decreasing noise levels, distractions, and interruptions. Takeaways for Perioperative Nurse Leaders and Educators Perioperative leaders and educators should implement and support a culture of safety and reinforce that patient safety is the top priority. These practices may be important when staff members report a safety concern, such as an RSI. Leaders should schedule time for staff member education and implementation of HRO principles. Personnel may fear disciplinary action when they report a safety issue because of their involvement in the event. Leaders should interview staff members in a non-punitive manner and focus on the event rather than the individual to determine the root cause of the event. Such interviews may reinforce speaking-up behaviors and the preoccupation with failure principle. The interviews also may encourage open communication between leaders and staff members. In addition to interviewing involved personnel, perioperative leaders should review occurrence reports in a timely manner, determine the root cause of the event, and identify any patterns. Implementing a system of accountability, or just culture, allows leaders to investigate events without blaming personnel. Leaders also can determine if behavioral choices, that is, human error, at-risk, or reckless behavior, led to the event. Implementation of a just culture can result in increased trust among personnel. It encourages personnel to report safety concerns and take accountability for their actions. The leaders and educators should regularly provide RSI prevention education for personnel and reinforce facility policies for preventing RSIs. An interdisciplinary team that includes leaders, educators, and perioperative nurses should review the facility's RSI policy periodically and update it as needed according to the most current recommendations and requirements. When leaders identify barriers to adhering to RSI policies or process-related causes of RSIs, they should work with personnel to remove those barriers or address those causes to prevent recurrence. In addition, leaders should set expectations, provide specific feedback to assist personnel with achieving goals, and acknowledge improvements.